This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. You're on the free breakfast. It's 12 minutes past nine, and I'm really happy to welcome into the studio John Primer from Waikato Museum. Good morning, John. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a great pleasure, and uh, this is the first time you've talked to us at Free FM, I think. Yeah, yeah, excited to be here finally. <laughs> I've spoken to my colleagues, I think. Yeah, I have <laughs> spoken to a few colleagues over the years, which is really great. So, uh, chuffed to have you here, and t- tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what you do in your role as curator. Yeah, I, I've I've had a bit of a, um, a varied background and, and come in a slightly unusual route into museums. I originally studied science uh, in the UK uh, and that's why I got interested in um, science communication and engaging uh, people with science uh, in in various different ways and I really found my passion with uh, exhibitions Um, and when I graduated there I, I I couldn't be so choosy as to walk into a science museum, so I just ended up at a historic house where I learned all about exhibitions and collection care and things like that. Um, And then when I finished there, I I moved over here about six years ago. I spent three years in Topol Museum looking after their displays, and now I've ended up at uh, Tefali Tongo Waikato, which um, I'm loving. It's great. It's such a beautiful location. Um, the museum, isn't it? And then in that wonderful setting with uh, Tawinaka and the big the view over the, the river, the connection yeah. to the to the river, yeah. That's so cool. And so, you've um, the the museum has got a new exhibition. It's called Our Moon Then Now and Beyond, and it's a touring exhibition. Uh, so, where's it come from, and and why did uh, why did we grab this this exhibition? What what's it? What what's what's why is it good? Why have you chosen it? Um, what. Well, I think we're we're trying hard to to make sure that our science content is is accessible and relatable. And Nelson uh, Museum have put this exhibition together, and it's it it covers a bit of everything about the moon, um, and lots of different angles. And uh, we saw it and were really impressed, and we and we just had to to bring it up here. And so far, I think the the public have, have really enjoyed it so far. So. Am I right in thinking that at the centrepiece of this um, exhibition, there is a there's a large scale kind of artwork? Or yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Tell us about that. So um, we start with a bit of history and a bit of context first. So a bit about uh, we've got Galileo and a, a couple of historic um, pieces, and then we reveal um, there are two major artworks in this exhibition. One is the Moon, which you mentioned, by uh, British artist uh, Luke Jerram. Um, and it's a four meter diameter wow. uh, scale model of the moon, uh, and it's internally lit, and uh, it's it's really dramatic. It slowly rotates, and is has really become the the central piece of the whole exhibition. People love taking photos in front of it, um, and we've even we we know people want to take photos with it. So we've we've set up a photographic competition for people to win. Uh, there's five family passes to the Star Dome in Auckland. Um, and all our, all those details are on our Facebook page, um, and uh, yeah, you can. It, it's quite hypnotising. You can just sit there in the quiet and, and watch this moon rotate in the space. So is it, it's three D. It's a 
Yeah. Yeah. It, oh, it's, wow. It's it's actually inflated from the inside, and it's got high resolution NASA imagery on the outside. So it 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 looks um, like even the craters look three dimensional. Um, it's it's quite something to see. It sounds incredible. And so, did this artist create this, and then the exhibition was built around it, or, or was it built for it? Um, and it's fine if you don't know. <laughs> no, I know he. He's created um, moons and also has an Earth model as well. Um, and I think he's been doing it for, for various years. But uh, they're so captivating that I know that they've just been installed places like uh, abandoned churches and swimming pools and um, festivals and things like that. That it, It's so mesmerizing. It, it stands on its own, you know. So if people are interested in following up, what was his name again? Was it Luke, Luke Jaram? Luke Jaram. So you can yeah. J E R R A M. Okay, so that's a um, a reasonably well known name, but you can check check that out. And in terms of um, other activities and things that are happening, you've got the photographic competition, which sounds really cool, and it sounds a little bit Instagram worthy for people that are <laughs> into Absolutely. that. Are there other th other events or activities that the museum is building up around this exhibition? Yep. So our education team have put together a, a complete school program for for school kids to come through and uh, schools to book through. And yes, we're we're putting together uh, a program um, of events that uh, I think it's best just to follow our Facebook page to see the latest. But we're looking to work with um, people around the the Waikato specific connections to the moon. Great. And how long is the exhibition staying in um, the Fari? It's uh, open until the 12th of June and it's open every day, 10 till 5, and it's free, which is the best thing. You can just drop by and it's completely free. That's fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of really good free exhibitions there at the museum and I think uh, good timing because we've, we'll be coming up to school holidays soon with Easter. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I know sometimes the museum has some holiday programs. Have they been affected by COVID and things or are you still doing stuff? It's changed a little from what it was in the past, but we're still doing our, our very best to, to do as much as we possibly can and, and make it all as accessible as possible. So if the school teachers that you know, it sounds like um, getting in touch with the education team is a good idea to get groups down to see it, but also to a free exhibition open until June, so there's plenty of time to go and go back. If you didn't, maybe you take a photo, and if you didn't get it right the first time, go back and and uh, repose yourselves. <laughs> yeah, there's so much to it. There, there's other parts to the exhibition, and uh, and even if you wanted just to go in and just have some quiet time with the moon, or um, or go back and read the panels or watch some of the videos. Um, there's there's so much to do in there. And you talked about another another. Were there two artworks that you talked about yeah, attached to it? There's a tunnel which has been created by Hannah Beer, um, which is um, it's it's very uh, darkly lit with uh, some dyed velvet to make it look a little bit like a nebula, and then she's used uh, crystals and fiber optics. And then mirrors as well. So it, she's tried to create the feeling of, of floating through space. Uh, it, it's quite trippy and it, it curves around so you can't see the end of it as you walk into it. Um, and that's proven really popular as well. Oh, that sounds fantastic. So, I, you know, you talked about it being an interactive, or I've read about it being an interactive exhibition and that would be one of those one of those yeah. Um, elements yeah absolutely there's there's base building so for the smallest kids they can come along and we've got little blocks and they can build their own lunar base uh, 
and we've got uh, other interactives. We've got a, a there's a 1960s living room which um, covers the the original landings. We've got media from that and some posters, and it's all set up like a living room. And it's a it's a great spot for parents and grandparents to talk about their memories of of the landings. Great, so people can actually sit in that space. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a bit of a retro or vintage lover, there's something there for you as well, which is pretty cool. Hey, look, thank you so much, John, for coming in and talking to us about it. It does sound really cool, and it sounds like one that people can go back to, take family to. There'll be different things, and I'm sure kids would love going through that tunnel um, more than once. It sounds like it would be something you'd want to do often. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure. That's John Primer there from uh, one of the curators there at the Waikato Museum. You're on the free breakfast. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.